<laughs> uh, roll to hobnock the crap out of Uriel. <laughs> We're done. No D&D for today. <laughs> Jesus. On that note, welcome to the Garlic Boys One Shot. If you have the shot, take it. If you have the garlic bread, bake it. Uh, I am Matthew Hawks, and joining me this week is Connor O'Connor. Sorry, I'm not supposed to be here. I don't have a character anymore, Mug. Uh, listen, listen. Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, my boy didn't mean to do it. My boy didn't mean it, okay? Uh, it, felt, it felt very personal. Getting into the PvP already. Uh, and since we're already there, Mug, would you like to introduce yourself? Listen, 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 listen. Your honor, listen. I'm just a little guy. Linda, listen. Linda, listen. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> and and to be the mediator between them, Corey, aka F after like Raptor. I, I, if the mediation is for the past week and a half, I've been playing the Tomb Raider remastered games at this point. Fuck yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because today is the 13th, so it technically comes out in 14 hours, but when this comes out, it's it'll be, I've been playing it for a week. <laughs> Dude, what the flip. Uh, and we also have our esteemed <laughs> our esteemed gorgeous, stunning red-haired GM, DM, whatever you want to call him. Fire Lord, Jackie. Uh, did you do Connor yet? Yeah, I was Connor the first was one. Was first. Oh, cool. Hi. Do you know? Do you know who Matt didn't introduce? I'm not done talking. Himself. I introduced everybody. What are you talking Matt about? Yourself. I'll scream. I did. No, read you it. Forgot listen to back. introduce yourself. Listen again. back. No, listen back. Listen when you listen back, you're gonna feel real and stupid. Uh, and this is the part where I'm gonna go back and play it in reverse. And give it to me. It's gonna be shows that you won't. You don't you, do it. You guys are gonna feel really stupid. Really, really stupid. Oh sure. If that's, that's that's how you feel, I don't know. Okay. Hi, feature editing Corey here. Matthew was right. He did introduce himself. I can't wait till you get to this part and you're like, and I'm saying that you're going to feel really stupid and you're like, man, man, I want to punch him because he was right. Uh, Jackie, what D&D stuff you got for us today? Do you hear anything I just said? No, uh, we were arguing. Amazing. It's going to be great for the audience. And for yeah. our amazing editor, might I just say last episode was edited beautifully, Corey. It was always edited beautifully, but last episode specifically, loved it. Love that. Yes, it was very good. I definitely, <laughs> to I definitely, definitely listened to last. Oh, you don't listen to our show? Uh, you no, put, you don't I put effort in. Oh, sorry, I, just, I guess I 
I guess personally, I just like to set a good example. I usually listen to the show, but I had to be driven home from work today because I kept falling asleep. And my coworker didn't think it was safe that I drove. You know it is kind of crazy that I do that I do listen to the episode that comes out the day of. And yeah. it's the weekend. But, you know, it's just like, it's a nice little recap for Jackie. Yeah, but listen, I barely get I, I barely get the chance to listen to the main show episode in which I always have a callback name to the previous episode, which means I have to listen to at least part of it. Uh, and I usually don't do that. Even You set up a bit for yourself that requires you to remember the episode <laughs> while knowing you have ADHD and will forget the episode. This is Thus, your own fault. This is this is the vicious cycle of having ADHD. You overestimate all of your abilities, and then you just fail at every single one of them. Speaking of overestimating your abilities and failing, I believe I was killed last episode. Jackie, how would we like to proceed from here? Correct. You died. Bum, bum, bum. Well, it's been really nice knowing you. Guess you're going to have to quit the, quit the show. All right. God, you're out of here. Bye, Connor. Well, of course not. Of course not. I will say now, guys. last time we were hanging out playing D&D. Oh, yes, Connor. You raised your hand. Matt has also raised his hand a few times. Five times, to be exact. Well, they're messing with me. All right, we we've been fighting. A, we fought a we fought a harpy and won, uh, but unfortunately lost the life of our dear Uriel Leafglide, champion of the Hidden Grove. Um, and as you get back in the boat and head away from where you were, uh, a letter was read by one Singrek Bless Rock, um, and you guys get just out of sight of the boat um you're sailing back to land uh it's going to take about an hour to get or uh, yeah about an hour to get back um and there are two harpies in the air pursuing you now you do see one of the harpies gets taken down out of the air and starts to spiral out of the way uh as a arrow of sorts leaves the other harpy uh, from whatever the harpy is carrying underneath it. Uh, there is something hanging onto the harpy's claw. Uh, but that is off in the distance for now, and you guys are collecting yourselves after reading this letter, losing Uriel and sailing back to the land. What would my three remaining adventurers like to do? God, I'm good at that. Good stuff. Um, I think I picked up Uriel's body and was like ready to get it on the boat and get out of here as fast as we could. That is uh, so let's get on the boat and get out of here as fast as we can, I guess. I think we were already on the boat as well. Yeah, you are. Bit. You're on your way out now. So um, are we sailing? Are we rolling for encounters? What, what we do? Well, uh, that letter that was just read, uh, you've got a talisman yeah. with it. Um there's uh, a couple of pieces of information in it that are important. So if you want to reread it at any point, just let me know and I'll have that for you. Um, however, you guys are heading back and I do need someone to give me a nature check. Uh, and who's steering the boat? I can uh, yeah, that's fine. I have to launch the game. Oh, we are not currently hosting a game session. There it is. Refresh. Loading. There we go. 
Uh, is it bad that I laughed at uh, the in parentheses deceased? <laughs> um, okay, well, the, the water splashes up on either side of your boat as you sail back to the mainland. I'm just over here minding my own business. Either that or he's just he's dancing <laughs> on his body. Wistie is staring wistfully off the edge of the boat. Oh, She's not looking in the direction of anything. <laughs> Anybody over there. <laughs> Roll a guilt check. <laughs> uh, yeah, 20. <laughs> Roll a performance check for Matt. Uh, that's a 97. I did really good. Amazing. Okay, well, uh, what was the nature check? Oh. Yeah, one of the three of you needs to make a nature check. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought oh one that's usually me if you want. If, I, if, I was going to say, if it's Lorne, I'm going to call a disadvantage. He definitely, yeah, it's definitely not me, though. I have. I just rolled. Twenty. I got a 20. <laughs> Amazing. Like a natural 20? I got it's 17 plus 3. Amazing. Uh, one of the harpies has just been fired out of the air by the bow and arrow that is being wielded uh, by the what looks to be a furry creature of sorts. Uh, definitely a humanoid with regular skin, but like wearing furs all over. This is uh, someone druidic of nature, perhaps a, a heathen of the wild, uh, maybe a, a barbarian or something. But you you focus in a real you focus in real tight on the harp the thing the harpy is carrying, and you notice it is another adventurer that is most likely a druid. Um, you see they have taken one of the harpies out of the air as you guys have taken one of the harpies out on the land. So there is only one remaining harpy and it is still actively pursuing your ship with the druid in its uh, claw. And it is only about 50 feet away. Well, there are mermaids in these waters, so we probably don't want to shoot it down over the water. We should probably let it get a little closer to us and then kill it once it's here or shoot it down and let the uh can i cast command on it command is 60 feet okay wisdom uh dc is 13 uh that's gonna be a seven chief a seven? Oh, that's my save dc okay so a fail i'm gonna command it to drop the druid its claws unhinge. The druid pew, plummets into the water. Splash. Um, and the harpy dives uh, after your boat. But it's still a good eh, 45, 40 feet away. Sucks. I need a, uh, a survival check from Connor O'Connor. Huh? Huh? Uh, 24. Uh, survived. Um, I will leave that vague for now. My three adventurers, you guys are in your boat. Uh, Harpy is 40 feet away, and it is pursuing you at this point. Okay. Um, anybody else? Can we can we throw things into the water? Can we distract her? I was going to say, I want to use Mage Hand, but I can't reach. But I, for Mage Hand, it can't carry more than 10 pounds. So... I don't think that I would be able to drag Lord, it. start chucking those barrels overboard. We need to lose weight. Fast. I was actually, actually going to say I could chuck a couple javelins at her. I have those. Or, or do that. They're metal and heavy. They'll still lose weight. 
while you guys spend like this time planning out loud as players, I am going to set up our encounter because if the harpy gets 10 feet closer, we have to roll initiative. You know what? I'll check a I'll chuck a dra- javelin at her. All right, you you are going to chuck a javelin at her. Correct. I finally know what I want. That was a 13. <laughs> Starting off real strong. 13? Yeah. Her AC is lower than that. So um, how far is your range on a javelin? 120 thrown. Okay, shit. Um, yeah, you throw this javelin. It it hits her. Give me damage. If you can... Yeah, give me damage. Eight damage. All right. Uh, well, with that, then we're going to roll initiative. Woo. Um, would you like me to roll too, or am I still yes. over here? Yes, please. Eleven. Uh, Mug, what was yours? Was he? Was that? I think that was a twenty. Eighteen plus two. Amazing. Um, for some reason, Wisty and uh, Connor, your other PC, are not loading up for me, so I've got different stats. But uh, right now we're going to start off our uh, initiative roll with uh, yeah, Wisty, and then Lorne, then Singrek. And then mystery character. But for the starters, why don't Wisty, why don't you tell me what your turn is going to be while I figure this out? Okay. So how far away is this harpy from me? 40 feet. Okay. She's got um... a javelin stuck in her gut. Okay. Wisty <laughs> yeah. appears to be active. There's nothing necessarily that she can do to reach anything right now. Um, all that she has is Ray of Frost, and she refuses to use that. At the moment. And I don't have Panitria on here. Um, for now, she's going to cast Mage Armor. That should be fun. Armor? At least... Sounds good. She, can you cast Mage Armor, Mage Armor on other people? Yeah. Uh... Or just yourself. So let me let me mage armor real quick. Let me just look it up. I think you can. Yeah, Baldur's Gate has a different rule for mage armor than we have, so I'm trying to remember exactly what it is. Oh wait, never mind. Sorry, I know what I want to do. Um, uh, I forgot that I had this. Um, she's a floating disc, and so whenever like she wants to start casting it now. Yeah, it could be anyone. Okay, but yeah, instead I'm gonna start casting um, Tensor's floating disc or whatever. I think mm. that's it. Yeah. Um, so that if this character floating in the water gets any closer, she can pick him up. Okay. It's just slightly out of range at the moment. Yeah. Give me a uh, insight check. Cool. Not great. Twelve. Um, twelve is good enough to sense good in whoever you are trying to throw a life jacket at. Cool. Um, okay, Lauren, your turn. Ooh. Um, okay, she's still pretty far away, correct, Amundo? Uh, 30 feet. Ah. Hmm, okay. So, the, the, the pentadent that I have, um, is that... Like if I want to use that, I have to throw it. Like it's not the like the magic in it is only active if you like stab somebody with it, not if you 
Is that do, do you see what I'm saying? Like, is it only if you like jab at somebody, or if you pointed at somebody, could you cast the magic? Yeah, farther, similar to a wand, I guess. You could attempt something like that. <clears throat> um, like if you're trying to throw the pentadent and get the same damage that you would from jabbing it, yeah, I'll allow that. Yeah, I don't want to throw it because I don't want to lose it. Uh, the javelins, I'm. Weapon. Yeah, I will throw th- another javelin. Okay, give me an attack roll. Grody, that is a 12. A 12 hits. Woo! Damage is a 7. Amazing. You see her, ah! Frick you! <laughs> <laughs> And then she like sticks up the middle of her three claws. <laughs> um, okay, Singrek, and then uh, yeah, Singrek. So Singrek is gonna cast Sacred Flame. By the light of Saloon, I banish you, and I need a Dex saving throw from them, or they take the save is thirteen. Uh, it was a nine, so fail. So take that five damage, Harpy. Mm. Stingwreck, are you adding your spell attack modifier? No, I am not. So it would technically be uh, ten. That makes more sense. <laughs> That's what my problem was. Okay. She... <laughs> and then she sticks up the middle of her two claws on both hands now. <laughs> and she like goes right for you. Uh, is that your turn? Yep. All right. Uh, I need a survival check at advantage uh, from Connor O'Connor unless something happens to crawl up on the disc. Really glad I had that advantage because I rolled a nat one. Uh, but that's going to be an 18 instead. Okay. You survive. Would you like to describe your character? You... Am I... Where, where, am I just oh, in the ocean right now? Or am I you're underwater and you'll be coming back up any way you want. Uh, keep in mind your class and stuff, how you look. And also there's a floating disc there ready for you to, like a life jacket that has been provided by a wizard in a boat very close. That They seem to be allies. And you even notice the sigil of Bahamut from one of them, which is very familiar from Dragon's Rest. What you see is a man that you can best assume this is the first time he's touched water in not just like in any sense, but like especially in a bathing sense and at least four years. Like a wet cat. <laughs> this, this is this is the mustiest man you've seen in like a wet cat. Oh my god. <laughs> it, 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 tr- truly he does not want to be in the water. He is just d- disturbed by its presence and is doing everything he can to quickly get out of it. So he, he climbs up onto this disc. Um, I'm assuming the disc will take me back to the boat. And immediately he sheds all of these wet pelts. And typically when you see a man that's like rugged and fit and like can like when Cap breaks the wooden half in Age of Ultron and we all just went like... <laughs> Um, typically you would do that with him, 
but he smells so bad because of these pelts. Uh, you can only assume they must have been freshly killed and then not even tanned. He just carved them and put around his body. Um, but he is a six foot two uh, wood elf um, who has the just eyes as green as the trees themselves, um, hair as brown as bark, and is just sturdy. Like that's the best way to describe him. Um, and you see him again, another glistening elf, a man that in all counts should be attractive. But you just smell him, and then he opens his mouth, his mouth, and you just hear, "Well, gosh dang it! It's a good thing y'all came out here. Those little bird ladies tried to take me away, and I don't know what I would have done if y'all weren't here to help me. That was a bad situation. Let me tell y'all what. You did not just give him that voice. I was literally gonna have this whole scene like." Looking at him, be like, have you ever felt like you just like connected with somebody from like a previous life or something? Like, I literally was gonna have that whole scene, and you gave him that voice. Get her done. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you guys do see that this person is uh, silhouetted a little bit by the wings of a harpy standing on the boat behind you that weighs it down just a little bit. Uh, this is the mother of the three. The, the witch's crone, if you will, of the, the Coven of Harpies. So uh, the final one, if you will. But uh, it is her turn, and I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. I got a 24. <laughs> 18. Save. save. 16. Save, save. Nice. Okay. Uh, she sings a lovely tune to you, but it has no effect. Uh as you are not charmed by her uh, effects, and she looks at you confused. Uh, we are back at the top of the initiative order with Wisty, then Lauren, then Singrek, then Connor. What's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Benit Trey Stumpf, uh, but you can call me Trey. Trey. So, uh, Wisty, Lauren, Singrek, Trey, go. Okay. Um, let's see. How far away is how far away is she from me? Let me see. Like five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. How far can I move? Oh, crap. Ah, that's all that's it. Thirty. Okay. Um she's going to I don't think I have like any like weapons. There's nobody mm, yeah, no. This new guy's in her way. She's not gonna cast any magic. I was going to say, he's wet and Ray of Frost. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not casting anything. Her spell, slots, her spell slots ain't looking too good. Hey, Mug, roll for trauma. <laughs> That's literally what she's doing. I don't this think she's going to cast anything. I think she's going to freeze. Because there's nothing really that I can do right now that will actually reach. Um, Because I don't think I have like any bonus actions to like move any farther. <clears throat> Not that I'm seeing. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna stand here for a minute. Oh yeah. Uh huh. All right. Uh, so then next would be Lauren, then Singrak. Um, how much movement would it take to get on top of this box that is right next to Stump? Try fifteen feet. So if I did five ten, it would be 30. five ten fifteen. Yeah, 30 feet would get me on top of the box. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sweet. 
So I'm going to hop onto this box uh, and I'm going to stab my pentadent uh, straight into her face. Okay, give me an attack roll. Cool beans. That's a 26, my guy. With a natural 20? Uh, no, 19, actually. Damn, but still. Oh, close. Yeah. That'll absolutely hit. So, all right. I'm going to say this is only one handed because I think it was like kind of on the fly. He used a hand to push himself yeah. on the box sure. and stabbed. So, sounds good. That is a seven damage. All right. Seven damage. She, <clears throat> you get her in the face. Uh, she's still able to swing, but she's, she's dying. Okay. Singrak, what would you do? She's gonna blurn by saloon's light again. Amazing. Eight eight damage. Stunning or lethal? Nice. Lethal. Okay. She is dead. As she burns in Saluna's light, she falls off the boat. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm melting. I'm melting. I'm melting. Penetre. You are in safe hands amongst a boat of allies <clears throat> about half an hour from the shore. The encounter is over. Uh, can I look up at the moon and see uh, about an estimate of how much time we have left to rescue Uriel? Yes. You've got about 20 hours. Oh, we're going to make it a remarkable time then. Yeah, uh, speaking of Uriel, Lorne hops off the box and goes and stands next to uh, Uriel's body. Uh, kind of, you know, like I know, I know in my mind that he's dead. Um, Matt knows this, your Lorne probably knows this, but he doesn't want to accept it. But like, you know, like the wiping the sweat off the brow kind of thing, that's exactly what I'm doing. Like, I'm taking care of his body as best as I can. Okay. Give me a medicine check. Ooh. Now I'm nervous. Oh, no. I got an eight. <laughs> all right. Well, you're taking care of him. <clears throat> you guys all remember that now that the harpy has been defeated, one problem is solved. No more ships will be lured to the rocks, and shipwrecks will once again be a rarity. Now, you've also found out. I'm trying to. You've also found Aletha's talisman in the hold, and you can solve the zombie problem entirely. You just got to take it to Elder Runara and uh, explain what you found in the captain's log, which I'm having to reread for you. You guys have that piece of information. So, um, you guys are about a half an hour from the land, uh, and it's going to be, looks like a smooth sailing trip until then. Um, anything else you guys would like to talk about until you get there? I need a long rest to get some spell slots, but... That's one of the first things we're going to do when you guys get to the land. I was going to say, I'll stir the boat. Uh, or steer. Stir. Uh, I'll steer the boat. Um, since it's close to... Well, I thought you were going to rest. Well, it's still not long enough for even a short rest, so... Yeah. I mean, I guess... A short rest is what I mean, even just narratively, but uh yeah. I mean, we could tell stories and y'all can tell me your names. I got great stories to tell y'all. Let me tell you about this one time I was climbing this tree and I climbed it so high up, but then I fell 
and I would have gotten really hurt, but I landed on my head, so it wasn't too bad. Where are you from, my friend? Uh, like um, physically or like spiritually? Your accent is just very interesting. It's pleasant, Ple very pleasant. I, I, all I can really remember is all my time I've spent here on the island. I work with Runala back in uh, the the village. Oh, uh, hi. Good. Somebody else who knows her. We're on her way back right now. Oh yeah, she's a lovely lady. Do you know she can turn into a bird? That's I can too. That is half correct. Watch, I can do it too. And then I'm gonna wild shape into a bird. Um, and I would love if somehow the bird had buck teeth. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, of course. Um, I can't find the beast list, so I can't tell you exactly what bird I, I wild shape into. A raven. No. Um I don't I, I can't picture him as a raven. All right, a bald eagle. <laughs> I'm, I would um, love to be a bald eagle. Is that would you count that as a uh, as a, a quarter max uh, CR rating? I can I can see druids. I don't know where to find that information either. I'm on it. I feel like the wild shape list is never easy to find. Uh, where are you I'm, at? Half. Uh, quarter. Quarter. Because I'm still level two. Okay, you want a bird? Yes, if I can. I mean, I don't technically have a oh, fly speed. Yeah, you don't. You can't have a flying speed yet. You can't turn into a bird, actually. Um, he can turn into a penguin. Um, nope. <laughs> what can I turn? Where, where do I find what I can turn into? Uh. There's like a couple of th so if you go on the extras on your D and D Beyond sheet, okay. If you're on a computer, yes. You go to extras and then you go to manage extras and then there's going to be an add extra choose category. Go down to wild shape. Ah. You're gonna get a filter. You're gonna filter zero to one quarter, and these are the creatures. Um. Okay, I'd like everything to happen the same way I just said it was, but instead of turning into any kind of bird, I would love to turn into a giant space hamster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, I'm a bird. <laughs> uh, and then you guys, you guys see this new person turn into a hamster, and the hamster also has buck teeth. Cool. A hamster. <laughs> Uh, just to point out, uh, Lauren is not very excited about this new guy at all. <laughs> Neither is uh, Singret. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Goddard. <laughs> this is not intentional. I just, uh, Lauren isn't uh, really accepting of uh, this is a closed group to Lauren. Uh, he kind of smells a lot. Uh huh. I am uh, Regina George, the head mean girl of this group. <laughs> Misty is the silent one now. I mean, y'all still haven't told me your names, but it, it, it's lovely meeting y'all. Um, if you'd like, I can help you get back. I know these forests pretty well, and we can get you back there if you need to get back in a hurry. That would be very useful. We would like to get back in a hurry. She does not introduce herself. <laughs> well, all right, then. Uh, 
I guess we'll just get back to I I, I y'all seem to be going through something, especially with uh, that that gentleman there on the floor. So I'm just gonna go over here and kind of give y'all some space. It seems like you you need it. Um, just let me know when he wakes We're up. Trying and, to I'll introduce myself to him too. Uh, he seems like a lovely fella. Uh, do any of you care about him? Uh, I shoot him like it, you think of like icy stairs. Uh, think about like a full on iceberg just hitting you like a freight train. That's the stare I'm giving you right now. I, I meant no offense. Uh, I was just asking if you cared about him uh, because I can turn into a horse and I can always just carry him on my back if you'd like. But um, I seem to have hit a nerve. So I'm just going to go till over here and and play with the, the dead harpy body. I don't know. Like. Do your thing. I think I'll be just fine. <clears throat> well, as your ship sails up on the shore, and you guys head up the rip of the beach bank towards a path that is outlined around a mountainside, you are heading back to Dragon's Rest. There is a nice space up on your left to make camp for the night if you wish to do so. I think we do. I think we should. For show. For show. All right. It is currently uh, 19 hours until Uriel is gone for good. And you are currently, uh, let's, uh, let's do some map math, if we will. Um, you are currently a 12 hours march from Dragon's Rest. And we have 19? We have 19. So either uh, some of us go on ahead with the body, or we do a short rest. I don't think we have time for a long rest, right? I don't even think, technically, do we have time for a short rest? Are those eight hours? You have time for a long rest and go immediately. Okay. Then, yeah. Just long rest, yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, give me a medicine check, and uh, who's keeping watch? Uh, I I have magical sleep still, and so if y'all like to sleep, I can stay Same up with- and keep off for y'all. Same with Wistie. Um, I actually, because of the day we just had, um, I don't think I could sleep even if I wanted to. Uh, cigarette fall asleep. Face flat again. <laughs> um, I'd like to go up next to Lauren and be like, hey, I don't know y'all at all. Um, literally, I don't know any one of your names. Um, but you seem to care about this here sleeping fella a lot. And if you're going to get him better, because this is like a sleep I've never seen before. He didn't even wake up when I got back on that boat. And you know how... You know how it is sometimes. Uh, let me tell you. It, it, so if, if you if you care about him and want to make sure he wakes up again, it's not going to do you any good not to be in your peak performance there, partner. He's dead. I don't know what that means. But listen, I, if you want to help him, you got to help yourself first. Singret's just going to poke his head up from the ground. He's unalive. And put it back down. I Again, I don't know what that means. I know there's awake and asleep. If you're not awake, then you are asleep. Okay? 
I'm gonna get up and I'm just gonna go start a fire. <laughs> Listen, you don't need to do that. I cast create bonfire. Let me Amazing. help you. Amazing. Let me help you. Honestly, Connor. Uh, Connor, you know uh, why I would do this. I'm I'm just trying to be in character. I'm not trying to diss on your new character. Before uh, you attack me, can I cast persuasion? Or ooh, can I can no, I roll persuasion? I'm not attacking you. I'm not attacking you. I promise. Uh, I Lorne is pissed because he wanted he wanted something to do, and it, especially since him and uh, Uriel kind of uh, fought over making the fire uh, in the past. Um, on is obviously your character didn't know that. Um, so he's just gonna storm off into the darkness of the woods uh, surrounding them or wherever they are. They, uh, away from the camp not obviously super far but away boy that fellow's a little temperamental y'all want to get warm by the fire i do two barrel rolls just to move closer <laughs> <laughs> all right well will this be before uh the night's rest yeah i think so okay so then we've got uh who's taking first shift I'll take first watch. Okay, and then Wistie will take second watch. Sing Rex yeah. with a full long rest. And Lorne, you go into the woods. Mm -hmm. And I need you to make a survival check first. Yep. A 15. Sing Rex, a pillow princess because he's a cleric. He needs that beauty sleep. <laughs> oh my god, I love you. Uh... Uh, Lorne, mm -hmm. a discordant sound, half a low growl, half a piercing screech, and the sound of what appears to be gears turning rips through the air. Abruptly, <clears throat> a hulking creature peers out of view and dips into a small cave-like nest made into the mountainside. A mix of purple feathers and deep brown fur covers its bear-like body, and its large eyes stare hungrily at a small creature within its cave from its owlish head. The small creature looks back and appears to be a kobold, a familiar kobold, one that you saw from Dragon's Rest previously. This creature cannot take on this owlbear alone. <clears throat> Um, I just scream, hey, why don't you pick on someone your own size? Because Lauren seems like a classic cliche saying kind of guy. Amazing. Give me an initiative roll. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a six. <laughs> Amazing. At this point in the night, it will be. Uh, um. <clears throat> Trey's watch. So Trey, I need you to give me a perception check at disadvantage. Perception eight. Fail. All right. So what you see is at the owlbear turns back at you. We're gonna go to the uh, map that I have just for you. You can see this right here now. Um, the owlbear looks back at you, 
as they're actually supposed to be like this. Um, as this smaller creature grabs a bag off of its side and opens it up, and you see uh, there is a, a bunch of wasps come out of it and start to go onto the owlbear's fur and like start to sting it a little bit, and it gets like a uh, it, it gets really annoyed. So you're going to have advantage to whatever you do on your turn. Okay. Um, and it is going to take damage. Not that much. I know you guys saw it. It's going to die instantly. It's super allergic to bees. <laughs> I, I, clicked, I clicked the wrong thing. Um, okay, so then it is the owlbear's turn, and it is going to notice you and come out of the cave a little bit to attack you. Okay. Um, first attack is going to be a 14. Uh, miss. Yeah, I'm going to start using my real dice. <laughs> um, that's going to be a 19. Yeah. Oh, it, it just hits. Okay. Uh, then that's going to be um, <laughs> just uh, eight piercing damage. No, sorry. Six piercing damage. All right. Um, all right. And it's your turn. Um, I'm going to take my pentadent. Are any of the crystals active? Like, because there, there were two before, right? The lightning and the other one. Fight. The, the red one and the blue one, uh, as well as the white one, are now active. Oh, I don't know what the white one does. It's uh, Frost from when Wisty froze Uriel. Interesting. Okay. Um, then I'm going to double-handed stab, uh, the pentadent at the, uh, owlbear. All right, well, give me an attack roll. Yep. A 19? Uh, that's a, yeah, with a, okay, so with the pentadent, and uh, now that you have three crystals activated, a 20, 19, or 18 are a critical um, with an 18, 19, or 20, it adds the damage from each da each uh, associated element of whatever gem you have activated. So it's going to do um, the damage of the pentadent, and then it's going to do a D6 of uh, ice, fire, and lightning. Okay. So, okay. So, I'm sorry. D6... Like, so 3d6? Yes. Plus the damage it normally does? Yes. Okay. So the 3d6, uh, I guess I'll read them in order. You said ice, fire, then then lightning. Yes. Uh, ice was 3, fire was 2, lightning was 4. Total of 9. Nice. And then double-handed piercing would be 8 total damage. So okay. 17 total, but then the types. <clears throat> um, okay, you you managed to knock it down a little bit. Uh, it's It lets out a screech to where I can give everyone at camp. Uh, it is approaching morning time, so Lauren, you will not have gotten any rest, but everyone else, you're well rested. You can wake up. Um, and you are going to all make a perception check regular now to see if you can hear that, uh, if you can discern this roar is connected to where is Lorne. I got a 12. Uh, you're still a little eepy. 
<laughs> yes, he didn't sleep. What about the game? <laughs> Did you see me falling asleep too? Yeah, you said perception. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 22. 19 plus 3. You wake up to the screech of an owl bear in the distance and the clanging of exactly the pentadence metal on some sort of fur, and you look around and you go, oh shit, where's Lorne? Wake your party up, you need to go. Okay. Uh, Wisty, like, wakes up, hears that, and, like, shakes everybody, and says, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. I hear something screaming. Just wanna, you shake me too? Yes, yeah, I'm shaking everybody. All right, well, you guys watch uh, as this uh, little kobold inside of this cave runs back behind the owl bear with a scorpion on a stick and attacks it. And uh, it's going to be... Uh, May. <laughs> hit. It's going to hit, and it's going to do uh, a whopping eight poison damage. It's Shredder. Where? <laughs> I have a question. Uh, yeah. Shredder is the main villain for the Ninja Turtles. No, that's not, what I, that's not what I was going to ask. So, as a wizard, um, can I? So, whenever I take a long rest, am I able to like change my spells or something? Like, who is it that gets to add to. new spells whenever, or like they can change the one that's that they have prepared? Wizards can uh, change their spells um, whenever they like learn. They can like copy any spell down, you know, and try to learn it. Okay. Um, and then they have any spells in their spell book, and they can switch their spells to whatever spells they want to have prepared for the day. Okay, so I do have a spell book, um, but there's really like nothing that I want to learn right now. Okay, never mind. Do you, do you have anything prepared that specifically helps with owl bears? Um, well, if I'm allowed, can can I do that real fast? Oh yeah, the owl bear smasher three thousand. Shut up! Just bring that out. <laughs> you get uh, this spell gives you advantage on owl bears. <laughs> I know what owl... I wanted to add already, like before the owl bear. I just wanted to ask before I did it because I didn't know if I was allowed. But I will change that. It has been changed. Hey, well, we're just grabbing new spells. Can I have a new character? <laughs> Another one? <laughs> yeah, this one's boring already. Dog, I've been wanting to change my character since episode one, and I'm I will not die. It's not happening. Yes, but it's called uh speed running D D and um <laughs> Congrats, you speed um, run your every single death you get. The owlbear is going to uh, attack. Oops. Jimam. Oh, got him. And do five damage to Lauren. Okay. And Lauren, it's your turn. Uh, let me do this damage real quick. Um, I'm just going to keep hacking away with the Pentadent. Um... Kind of like a, a blind uh, fury at this point, I guess. Yeah, I'd say it's something like that. Um, so, I rolled. Ooh, oh, I rolled a 10. <laughs> Ugh. 
That is not gonna hit. The blind fury is really coming through. Recklessness, I guess. I guess. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. I don't. Wait. Hold on. I guess I have. Oh wait, no. Those are just actions. I don't have bonus actions. So never mind. Yep. Continue. Sing wreck. Sing wreck was gonna cast thaumaturgy. And basically wants to flashbang the owl bear. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I love that. Okay, okay. sounds good. Um, I don't like that tone. Where you? Where, where would it be? It would be at the like the mouth it, of the cave. It's not going to do any damage. Right. Uh, it's got a low enough HP to where it could be stunned instead of lethal blow. I'm just not going to give you the option. Is that okay? Well, um, I was going to blind it and get around it. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you could blind it. Okay, it's blinded now. Okay, it, what else? I guess that's going to be it. What, what did my boots do? Penetrate, what would you like to do? Yeah, that would um, be my turn. I would love if I could do a little bit of like rule breaking just at the beginning of all of this, you know. Um, can I use shillelagh on my bow? No. Dang. Can I find a stick? <laughs> you can have like a quarter staff. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll just use my long sword. Um, well, if you add a quarter staff stats, then that's what people use for like their bow to like hit someone with. Well, like the the shillelagh has like the stats and everything for the spell, but I I just didn't have a staff in my inventory. Right. Yeah. Just add that. Oh, I have a scimitar though. Okay, hold on. Manage inventory. No, is it under rod? I'll give you a rod. Quarter Hello? <laughs> Hello? Excuse me? It's my mace rod. Come on. So Quarter it. Well, anything else you would like to do, Benitri? I'm going to... Okay, now that I have my quarter staff, I'm going to use Shillelagh on it and then attack it. All right. Uh, Shillelagh is a bonus action, so it's fine. Okay. 17 to hit? Yeah, that'll hit. Stunning or lethal? It's only got one health point. Nice. I'll stun it. All right. Consider it stunned. Flipping druids. Now, I'll tell you what. This thing makes some excellent chili, but we do have to get out of here, so I do not have the time to show you how to properly... Uh, skin and quarter this beast. So why don't we just get out of this cave? Uh, we can take the the, the get go with us. Um. So can I? I'm gonna ask if this is gonna. Uh, I'm gonna ask first of all if I can do this. Second of all, if it's gonna tick people off too much. Um. Can I drive my uh pentadin into its neck? Uh. While it's stunned killing it um and look at new guy and again cut this out if it's gonna tick connor off or anybody else um 
look at Trey and say, never leave an opponent. Nope. Hold on. I need to, I need to actually, um, never leave an opponent. I want to say something cool here, but I don't know what it would be, but like essentially the lines of, uh, like never leave an opponent alive, you know. You don't never turn. leave an opponent unfinished. Yeah, hey, that that's a good one. Can I do that, or Connor, will you be ticked off because I will not do this if you? Oh, I will be rolling in an opposed athletics check to try and stop it before you can. But all right, Jackie, the great mediator of this all. What do you think? <laughs> um. I'm going to say the kobold also steps in the way and says, what are you doing? It's it's a beast. It's a beast. It has no mind. It did not mean that. It's protecting its nest. Causing hurt isn't going to take away the hurt that you're feeling right now. Just because your friend back at camp is just sleeping a lot. Okay? Now, if you want to help him, let's get back to Renard. Right? She knows right. everything. She taught me what's the difference between a mushroom and a fungus, okay? Um, uh, you know what the difference is, sir? Did Did you guys bring back uh, Uriel's body? Sorry, this is not Lauren speaking. I'm just asking. Yes. You guys just left it at camp or, or what? Oh, I didn't take Wait, it. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's at camp. It'll be fine. Then uh, I probably storm in the direction of camp. Man, he's moody. I I don't like playing a moody character. This guy's mean. <laughs> I do not like this at all. I like having the different character interactions. Like, <laughs> I think that having meaner characters for a campaign is interesting compared to all of our other characters that we've played. Watch. I was going to say. Uh, you guys start to collect your things and notice that this kobold is a familiar kobold from Dragon's Rest named Myla. Um, Myla is happy to escort you guys back to Dragon's Rest and it is, as it is not very far away, just a 10-hour uh, trip now. Um, and that is where we will leave off next time. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of TGB One Shots. If you like the show, leave a review for us and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Garlic Boys. You can also support this show as well on The Garlic Boys Patreon for as little as $3 a month. That's Trace for those of you who speak French. Uh, if the listeners wanted to follow you guys, where can they follow you and what are your handles? You can find me wherever you get your jackies. Classic. You can Comedy. find me on Instagram and TikTok at Raptor Like Raptor. Nice. I'm Meepo Mug. I'm Connor O'Connor. Uh, and I am the Spaceman Matt with two T's. Follow us and remember, as always, to... Hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie.